Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think right you're right. That's true. Uh, That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. And here we go indeed. Good morning. And uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. And for those of you watching and or listening, uh, if you're watching, you can see we have a special guest today. Devin, is it Roundy, right? Yep. This is proof that Greg has friends. I have a friend. (laughs) So Morgan's had multiple people on. She's invited multiple people on and it's been like, yay, Morgan has, and I'm like, I know people too. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh so be honest did he pay you to come on i will plead the fifth on that Ooh, one yeah. okay. <laughs> the uh the payments the payment is uh is, is forfeited if he if he mentions it I oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. um no uh so we are we're gonna have a guest which is great and i wanted to kind of share this with everybody listening or anybody watching is that you know, one of the things Morgan and I have always encouraged, as you know from the podcast, is that we it's the show is about proof that we can disagree and still get along. And so we encourage anybody, should they have a desire to potentially want to join us on one of these, mm-hmm. we cannot guarantee it, but let us know and uh, send us a message on Instagram or, or uh, go to our website. There's a contact us page on there and just let us know and we'd be happy to kind of look into it. If there's a topic you want to do or even just one you want to join. Uh, makes it more fun. Plus, yeah, it'd be great to get an email from a real person, not from somebody trying to get us to peddle their crap. <laughs> That's we do get a lot of those. That's all we're getting. <laughs> like, hey, I noticed your channel's doing this. Do you ever think about doing this? You're like, yeah. no. Do you want to partner with us? I'm like, no, we don't. We have 30 followers. Okay. We have more than that. You just oh, okay. That's just, just my number. You keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 30 we're gonna take one. off and we're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff you're like we have 30 followers there's gonna be millions of people yeah, and they're gonna hey. know who they are from the beginning the ogs right so anyways well welcome devin um real quick devin i got a question for you. are you from idaho yep born and raised here you guys are good uh, friends i can tell <laughs> newly i'd say newly best friends how about that there you go. okay okay you have um, any brothers uh i don't have any brothers i have two sisters Okay. Um, they're older and younger. I'm a middle child. Okay. So. Oh, two middle children on the show today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. that's probably why we get along so but well. But <laughs> I will say that you are a unique one. And from all of the studies I've read, that's the way to do it. It needs to be like girl, boy, girl, or boy, girl, boy. Otherwise, the middle child just, just has like two double negatives against it. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty... It's been pretty even overall, so it's it's not too bad for being a middle child in my case. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Morgan. So, so what you're, you're saying is, is that when it goes, when the middle child has like boy, boy, girl. Yes, that you're not bad. unique in any way. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but but you hate snowflakes. Oh my god, so bad. Um, well, cool. Well, we I was asking because you know it's funny. I grew up with somebody, Devin, with the last name of Roundy. Um, and I mm-hmm. always used to think, I was like, I should ask him if he's related to these people. But it was like, there there's, was like several brothers. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a group of them here, kind of more north. And then there's a ton of roundies down in Utah, for some reason. No relation. 
and that's about all I've found. Gotcha. So. Well, welcome. Well, that's cool. Um, what do you say? Let's, uh, let's get diving in then. So, um, we have a really great topic today. Today is not as much fun. It will be fun, but it's a topic that, uh, is a little bit unique. We're going to be talking about the second amendment, which as we all know is freedom the of right the press. Oh, <laughs> is the, uh, is the, uh, the gun one. So, um, anyways, we're going to go ahead and get started on that. But before we do, we are going to take a moment and talk about some, some folks that don't know we exist. So they That's are not right. sponsoring our show. So God bless them. God, thank you for being out there. So the first one, actually, we're going to just do one today because they were very, very interested in not sponsoring us. So we're just going to have one big one today. And that is Arm and Hammer Cat Litter. Yeah. Now, I don't own a cat, but if I did, I would use Arm and Hammer Cat Litter. You know, you do your best to, sorry, you do your best to cover up that foul smell of cat urine, which in my experience seems to permeate everything. Now, Arm and Hammer, if you could only stop those moments where you accidentally catch your cat using the litter box and you lock eyes with it. Ooh. They always seem to stare at you like, yeah, I'm pissing in your laundry room. <laughs> so hey, thanks, Arm and Hammer. Do you, when you come to my house, do you smell cat piss? No, I don't. Most people who are responsible yeah, you know cat why? owners, I don't. Because you use Arm and Hammer cat litter. Yes. And we have tried several cat litters. And Arm and Hammer is the only one that will do the trick. It's the only one. I will never own a cat of my own like free will, except for the fact that my child loves cats and loves his cat so much. Yeah, I'm sure my children would love cats, but I refuse to own a cat. (sighs) Devin, do you you have any cats? Yeah, we got adopted by a cat actually. Oh, that's right, that neighbor cat that comes over and eats food. Yeah, it just randomly comes over and likes to live in our garage and sleep in there. And a good solution is just leave it outside and you don't ever need cat litter. That's you know, right. but my cat, um, we got it from the pound. It was $16 because they were running a sale on cats. <laughs> and it doesn't, its previous owners declawed it front and back. So, I so can't it's useless. It yeah, it can't protect itself. Kind of weird. I've only met one other cat that was declawed in the back. And I just feel like that's It's excessive, awkward. right? Yeah, it's a little awkward and a little excessive. Yeah. So. That's funny. Well, to be honest, Morgan, sometimes I forget that you have a cat. Because it, it never comes it, out. It <laughs> Hiding everywhere. It's an ideal situation. We were, we were driving home it. from your house one day, and I, was, I think Audrey mentioned something. I think it was when I picked her up recently. I, she's like talking about something about petting the cat. And I was like, oh, that's right. They do have a cat. <laughs> but that's a testament to Arm & Hammer. So Arm & Hammer, thanks for existing yes. and, and helping Morgan with her Cat smell. Stinky cat pee. And uh, thanks for not sponsoring our show, too. Although, if you'd like to send me some free cat litter, hit me up. (laughs) How expensive is cat litter that you need? Well, I change it every week. I don't know if you're supposed to, but Mm -hmm. I'm constantly changing it, so it's not cheap for me. You know, one of these days, one of these people are going to hear, and you're just going to end up with like a 50-pound bag of cat litter. Yes. <laughs> we just have to make sure we landed on a good one, though. We're like, <laughs> I know, right? Thanks, the most- Hanes socks. And we're like, ah, crap. I'll take some Hanes socks, for sure. Ah, uh, geez. Okay, well, hey, let's uh, let's just dive right in. We've, we've covered the business and the things. Of, oh, and reminder, everybody, if you're uh, just listening to us, you can always check us out on Facebook. Um, let me tell you why you're wrong. 
and see what we're doing. If you're just watching our video, just remember you can always take us with you. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> so, uh, Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Let's see. This is actually a little bit of, a, uh, of an interesting one because we were kind of all talking, and, I, and Devin and I were talking actually uh, yesterday just via text, and it was, uh, he said he mentioned that he didn't know where either of us stood on the issue of the Second Amendment. And this is a very potentially divisive or uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot topic in the United States. So let's kind of... Which I do want to just in. mention, this is sort of, Devin, how we come into every episode. Like we don't discuss before. Right. Yeah. Fair now enough. I will tell you, I have a lot of guesses yeah, where, I like, I where you two stand. You stand as well. Um, but I don't know. And this is, uh, this is gonna be interesting. So let's, let's kind of just wait in a little bit. Let's just test the water a little bit. So let's talk first about for those people who are listening or who live under a rock. Uh, the second amendment is, and I got the exact verbiage here. It says a, it's from the United States constitution. It's a second amendment to it. It's a, it says states that a well-regulated militia being necessary to secure or sorry, necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's basically guns. Guns. You can have your guns and shoot them too. So mm. what, uh, what do we, let's start with that first thing, the Second Amendment. What do we think that actually means? What are you guys' thoughts on the actual thing? I mean, obviously the Constitution and the amendments were written a long time ago. Oh, come on. It was just yesterday. It was just <laughs> so i i mean it's there's not a lot to discuss here i think that uh obviously um you know i looked up the word militia because i'm a moron <laughs> it didn't really help me um but i certainly believe that um they did mean guns and mm-hmm. i yes. don't think they actually meant um even though it's written as bears it's not an actual physical bear like an animal bear I'm trying. I'm grasping the straws here. Y'all got to talk and do something. I, <laughs> I thought it was bears the whole time. I, I didn't even realize we were talking arms. about guns. No. <laughs> All right. I, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know what you want. Go ahead. I'm gonna let Devin. I think it's. I, I think it's been like heavily debated on the wording mm-hmm. because I think just to take it literal for word to word, uh, I think the forefathers wrote it in saying that as militias, we should be allowed to have weapons to, uh, you know, protect us. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't think they necessarily meant individuals, but they meant like at the time, cause there was a real risk of the, of, you know, uh, England coming back and, you know, taking what they thought was theirs. And so at the time they wanted just groups of people, AKA militias, to be able to have weapons to protect themselves. And I personally think that's what they originally intended. I don't think they intended what a lot of people interpret it as today of having 50, 60 guns and 10,000 rounds of ammo. Mm. Like, I think that's kind of where the extreme has gotten nowadays. <clears throat> well, there's something to that in, in my head. And I, I think that there is a, uh, it's definitely necessary to make the distinction between sort of the world then and the world now, for example. I think that that's an important distinction. Um, I think that the, uh, you know, the idea that the right of the people, you know, whether that applies to the people of the militia or the people of the country, um, 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it, we will never know for, you know, unless somebody wrote like an opinion piece back then that was like, Hey, just FYI, here's a description <laughs> of, um, but I do also think that back then, certainly there was a lot more emphasis on states having s- some more autonomy than maybe there is now. I think right <laughs> now there's a lot of federal government oversight, a lot of uh, big state, so to speak. Um, deep but state. deep state. Yeah. So like the states don't have as much I think the word militia is sort of vague. Like to me, the definition right here says that it's just a military force raised from the civilian population. So right, that's, right. you could say that's civilians. I mean- we well, wouldn't really assemble into militias unless there was a need, right? Yeah, and and the forefathers actually really disliked the ideas of organized militaries. The mm-hmm. original forefathers, they, they were very against what we have nowadays of a Navy, Marines, Army. Uh, they did not like that, and they did not want to have a controlled force like that. So they were very like focused on militias and basically having civilians to when necessary be able to defend us yeah um <clears throat> are we going to just get right into it and say what whether or you not just, okay so yeah we can just dive in so let's just stop to be towing around so here is my guess you want to hear my guess first on for you two from what i yeah. gathered and this has not changed since i just heard this first <laughs> little bit so my my guess is and please take no offense remember we're starting to get along i actually think that Morgan is not, I don't think she's like a gun toting crazy person, but I do think that she is not, she's not anti-gun. And Devin, I would anticipate that you are probably more in line with restrictions and gun regulation. Now, let me know if I'm right. So let's start with you, Devin. Where do you stand on gun control? Kind of don't summarize, I'm not going to, this isn't like your whole view, just where would you stand if you were to fall in the I think you're pretty much spot on. Um, I think just in general, I I do see the purpose of guns, but I see them more in the purpose of hunting and uh, small purposes for self-defense. Sure. Um, But I I do think there needs to be a lot more regulations and and a lot more guidance with it. So I, I think you're pretty much spot on. Okay. Morgan, where do you stand? I would say you're kind of accurate. I am not like pro, I don't, I do own guns. I have my concealed weapons permit, like I, but again, I'm a rule follower. So you have to follow the rules you have to gear, but now you don't need a concealed weapons permit. So, but I, um, I think that there's, sh- I'm also not offended. Like I think people should be able to own guns and I don't necessarily think that there should be like, if someone wants to own 50 guns, then like, that's what they're spending their money on. That's fine. But what I disagree with is the fact that they're like, when people are anti any sort of regulation because I do agree that all these were written when there was like muskets, right? And you had to like, I mean, how long did it take to load a musket and then reshoot it? Like they, there wasn't semi-automatic rifles. So to me, if they were to pass a law that said like, okay, you can buy, um, you know, an AK-47, but you have to pass a background check first, then maybe take a psyche valve. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, oh my God, you're infringing on my rights. I'd be like, cool, because I know I'll pass. I have no concerns about whether or not I'm staying enough. Like, yes, I would pass. They would, they would allow me to purchase that. Um, and I just, I think that people that get really bent out of shape about any sort of regulations, I'm just like, okay, come Cool on. it down. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's, that, that's, uh, that's, I'm glad I kind of um, am right on that respect. And as far as I'm concerned now, listen, I'm, I'm sort of, I think, uh, 
Where do you stand? I don't, I don't own a gun. Um, Cassandra doesn't like guns. My wife, she doesn't like guns. Um, I have no desire to have a gun. I've been hunting once. Um, not a big deal. Here's where I stand though on it. I don't necessarily, I feel like gun regulations. I'm a, I'm not a fan of government, anything, meaning I think the government should keep their hands out of most things in people's lives and just help us with our parks and our infrastructure. And that's about it. And keeping laws. Uh, like as far as just general over high level stuff. So when I think of gun so control. So like human life, not high level? No, I mean like like high level like um, roads. I, I, I didn't write this down, so I don't know exactly. But I just don't like, I don't like them involved in marriage. I don't like them involved in telling me how, how individual citizens should live their lives. Um, so in my head, when I think of gun control and some of the laws and things like that, anytime the government wants to step in for something else, especially when it comes to guns, I get a little bit frustrated because I think, wow, you're, you're trying to control things again. So I'm not, I'm not pro gun. Like, give me a gun. Let's all have them. You're just anti-government. I'm just anti-government. So I don't like the government regulating stuff. Yeah. Do you have a problem with marijuana being illegal? Yes. What about meth being illegal? Um, yes. You think meth should be legal? Because no, I think I'm sorry. I have a I don't have a problem with meth being illegal. I have a problem. Okay, with, so how come you're okay with the government implementing rules and laws in concern to things that you have no interest in potentially, or that like, but you think they should stay out of gun control? Well, the the reason I have a problem with like meth or things like that, specifically for that example, is because, and this is going off on a different tangent, but meth is something that's manufactured and created. And it also, it's something that's guns. synthetic. What's that? Guns are manufactured and created. I understand, but it's for a, it's for a, pu- listen. You think you've got me at something here, but there's, I, you have I to have I common sense. Today. <laughs> you have to have common sense about <laughs> it. And so I don't have a problem with something that is, um, I mean. But one could argue that common sense in gun laws is not necessary, like that it is common sense to have gun laws. Mm, one could argue common that. Sense, one would be wrong common sense is that. sort of subjective to the person who's the common no it's not common yes, sense it is. <laughs> no. 100% it is it's opinion it's not fact well yeah but most there's what is truth I mean we could get into a whole philosophical debate what and, I mean <laughs> listen I just don't like I like I will admit okay let's let's do this just because I want to move on Yes, I will, like many, many people, I will cherry pick what I want the government involved in and what I don't want them involved in. If the government said meth is legal, I wouldn't, I'm not going to kick very hard. I'm not. But in terms of things that I am, that that I rank saying what's, what's more, you know, heinous to me is I go, okay, well, the government's involved in gun, like marriage. I don't think the government should be involved in marriage. I don't should have to report marriage to you, whether it's a man, a man, you know, weed whatever or i'm sorry uh, guns marriage thing intrigues me i feel like that's definitely a topic i don't want to explore right now but i'm so confused by it what that i don't like because you are married well yeah i do it because i reap the financial benefits of being married (laughs) but you don't not that much (laughs) 
I mean, you get to claim a lot more than a single person that was in your tax bracket. All right. Well, you're right. It's, it's, I think it's more the principle. It's the principle of the matter here. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is that the meth whole thing, that's a little bit, that's just lower on my, on my threshold of like things. So, you know, well, and, and meth kind of kills people a lot more than guns. So. Does it? A, a little bit, not much, but Does well, it? It could, it could let's impact. see the stats on that. Someone Google it. <laughs> let's Google that. Let's well, find listen, out. So, so here's US the deal. So we know where we all stand. Versus meth deaths. Oh God. Okay, we know where we all stand. <laughs> <laughs> a little tangent. This will be fun. Well, this is funny because part of me, because I'm so neurotic and I have all these, I have all my notes. I know. I'm and we're deviating head, like, from I your notes. I don't have notes on that. I didn't prepare for that. I mean, not that I couldn't go off the cuff on it, but so, all right, so. That's the key to winning an argument is get you off notes. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not. So listen, uh, for me, it's just a matter of the principle of it. So we all kind of know, now that we know where we all stand, let's, let's kind of just dive in a little bit here. Because we you mentioned in there, um, in, our, in our sort of notes that we had or kind of overview of things like that, we wanted to maybe talk about the NRA a little bit. And is there some thoughts that you had, Morgan, on the NRA? Not really. I mean, I think... As I think with all major like corporations or like heavily money, I don't think they should be involved in elections, just like I don't think Walmart should, or I don't think anybody with deep pockets should be involved in elections. I wish it was just funded by like, I honestly wish it was funded by only like how um, Bernie Sanders did it. And I'm not pro Bernie, but I'm just right. saying like how like we have to go on and donate. I wish it was done differently. But I'm not, I don't have a problem with their agenda. Right. I'm with you. I don't, I don't, I think that, uh, I think that they're within their rights as in our country. Like that organization is, yeah. Most people who are in the NRA are, are super actively involved in it, or maybe even people who are just, and this is a broad brush, but a bulk of people that are, that are actually in the NRA and do all that kind of stuff and are responsible gun owners their message, like you said, is very, very positive. It's a matter they want to teach gun education, gun safety. It's one of those things I treat it like, I think of it like um, when they teach sex ed in school. If you don't talk to your, or just teaching kids or young adults about sex in general, if you don't talk to them about it, it's going to become this mystical, magical thing that they don't know about. And then when it comes time, whatever to do, it's they're going to have questions. They're not going to, you know, there's a potential risk involved if you don't address certain things. Same thing with guns. And the NRA, I think, does a good job of trying to educate people. However, I'm also very frustrated with the fact that huge interest groups like that and and lobbyists and things like that have such a large role in politics. I mean, whether it's the NRA yeah. or even the teachers union or whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's like they shouldn't have that much play because then it becomes a matter of it's not actually what the people want. It's what the money is forcing you to do. You know what I'm saying? Devin, what do you think? I, I actually agree with you 100%. Um, NRA as a whole, um, I, I mean, other than random scandals that almost every big company has when you have billions and billions of dollars in your pocket for some reason. <laughs> um, other than that, sorry. Other than I that, I, I, that I don't really... I know, right? That'd be a fancy, a wonderful problem. <laughs> right. But uh, other than that, it would. I mean, I just think I kind of agree that I don't think they should be involved in politics. I don't think they should be able to persuade anything like that. Um, I do kind of feel that uh, no matter what we want, that they will keep doing that. But they, I mean, <laughs> yeah. as a general, I, I haven't really seen much real negative from them. I mean, there was like some clip of 
of a gun rally that they were like promoting Nazi paraphernalia and stuff or memorabilia, I guess, technically. But other than that, I, I mean, NRA in specific, I, I don't really have any quarrels with. Yeah. Um, I did find just, sorry to backtrack just a hair, uh, overdoses by meth, uh, for, uh, from (laughs) drugabuse.gov, which gets the most of their information from the CDC says it's mm, 12.6. I know, right? CDC is kind of debatable, (laughs) but this is the only one I could find right now. Um, (laughs) it's 12.6 per thousand, uh, population compared to gun deaths, which is 12.21 per thousand population. Yeah. So a little but bit more. A I have a question, a clarifying question. An overdose. <coughs> Bless Sorry. You. An overdose. Does that equal death all the time? Because you can overdose and survive. This one is national drug overdose deaths. Okay. But there Aren't is funny. also, this one is um, including some, I don't even know what this is, but psycho, oh, psychostimulants. I guess if I actually just read it. Oh, um, you don't say that the CDC is including other things in their reportings it, well, about what in, meth deaths? It's including psychostimulants and that doesn't methamphetamine. doesn't sound like them. That I know, right? Like I'm like, that's not... Wait, they're conflating two things together to make it sound weird. I know, right? That, that's kind of my... my no, and then you have to read the fine one. print to find out? That doesn't sound like I know, right? that we know. <laughs> good Lord. Well, know, that's good to know. So totally not the CDC. They're too, they're too accurate with their information. <laughs> well, so on quick glance... Um, it sounds like meth is so the point of it all is, is that meth is, is dangerous to a, a potentially greater degree than guns. So, I mean, not that or potentially less, but I mean, it's really less. close <laughs> to be clear again to Morgan's question to me, he's trying to trap me in some weird thing <laughs> is that there's a, there's a, there's a, a balance of what it I want to trap so. you. Yeah. But to what, to what extent, like, I don't know. The point, listen, so speaking of guns, so the NRA, I was going to say, I, I think we all kind of talked about that. I, we brought that up because obviously you can't talk about gun regulations without talking about the NRA. I will say this, that uh, it's those, Devin, you were talking about, you know, special interest groups or the something that you saw and it was yeah. like promoting Nazi stuff. And I think as you were kind of thinking and addressing a little bit, anytime you have a big group, you're going to have, they're all filled with individuals and you're going to have individuals that do silly things, you know? Yeah. There is one thing I do have to say about the NRA is they do promote uh, safety and education with it. Um, Everywhere in all of their literature is 100% about that. And so, I mean, that is a pro for that. No matter what route you go with guns, whether it's, you know, getting rid of all of them, stricter regulations, total freedom, that is a very strong one. Um, I mean, in, in all actuality, you don't need any of that. And yet it's... I mean, not quite as, as deadly, but well, more deadly, but probably just as deadly as a car. And you have to go through driver's ed, proving a test and all this stuff to get your license. Right. And so, I mean, I I do have to give it to them. They, they promote that and that's good. That is good. So there's a, I I was looking through and I actually, this was on, uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. I guess he's been on a couple of times and I haven't heard of this guy before, but I guess he's, uh, he's got like a million followers on YouTube and it's Coleone Noir. Uh, if anybody ever gets a chance, check him out. He used to be a, uh, he was part of the, he was a former lawyer for the NRA and he's still active in gun rights activists, but that was a good, good podcast. By the Did way. you listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so gun restrictions then. So what do we think? Do you guys think that uh, gun restrictions should be higher or stronger? I I personally think that we we should do some type of like mandatory training um, education. I don't think you should be able to just walk into any store, buy a gun, and walk away, um, whether that be with a background check or not, which I actually – I kind of disagree with background checks. I thought they were really good and I liked the idea until I'd listened to that podcast and it actually made a lot of, lot more sense of why there shouldn't be a background check. But I do think that there should be a lot more mandatory training and better training with it. Um, just, I mean, it would, it would limit at least the accidental deaths by a great deal if they knew how to use it and respect it. And if it was more of a, uh, a mandatory thing in school, even, you know, from a younger age, if everyone knew how to respect and use guns properly, right. it would just make a lot more sense. And it's not like it would take much time to do that. Right. Well, I agree with that too. And I think that, um, you know, I, there's this whole thing of, uh, I, I, when I first was looking into this topic a little bit closer, there's this thing that was in my head that I'd heard before and I wanted to double check it. And it was that you guys have maybe heard this before where people say, hey, you know what? The states with the highest risk, with like the, the, the most stringent levels of restrictions on guns are also the states that have the highest violence with, yeah. you know, the, and I, I pulled, if you don't mind, indulge me for a second. I did pull up some stats. Let's hear them. And the states that are the most rigid with guns in order from most regulated to least in the top five are California one, New Jersey two, Connecticut three, New York four, Hawaii five. Hmm. And this, the, the bottom five that are least restrictive with guns in order, Idaho? Kentucky, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, and Mississippi. And here's the thing. If you go just, and I, I, I found this website that then ranked them by violence. It didn't rank them. I'm sorry. It gave the how many violence in terms of, of gun violence death per hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. California. So basically, the top five most the most restrictive ones. If you listen to their numbers, I'm just going to rattle them off. Seven point nine, five point five, seven point nine per one hundred thousand. Five point five, four point six, four point four, four point five. So those are those are relatively low numbers compared to the least restrictive ones. 17.5, So basically the point is, is that in states that are more lax with guns, there are higher deaths per 100,000 in those states. And I was like, what? That doesn't, I've always heard the, like some other thing. And then I did a little bit more digging. <laughs> and you know, I, it got me a little bit frustrated hearing that because this was from uh, this was from um, the Giffords Law Center, and come to find out, when I dug a little deeper on Giffords Law Center, they're actually their main mission is to prevent gun violence. So of course they're going to kind of skew the numbers. But some of you out there listening, the point is that I'm kind of rambling a little bit. But the point of you, you yeah, land the plane. Most people out there have heard that phrase that when I talked about at the beginning. Right. Well, the trouble with these numbers, none of these numbers make the distinction between suicides and homicides. Because if you take the gun violence and let's wrap it up as a percentage, the top five most restrictive states that have the highest restrictions on gun violence 
when it comes to a, a, a death that is caused by a gun, 43% of the time it's going to be a murder or homicide. 57% of the time it's going to be a suicide. In those states, and they quote these numbers, they're like, listen, loose restrictions means more deaths per 100,000. Because they don't tell you about the suicide rates, if you're in the, the least restrictive states, instead of it being 43% of the time it's a homicide, it's only 24% of the time. So almost double. Twice as often it's going to be a homicide in the states that have more restrictive gun laws. But the reason those numbers long- look so skewed is because they don't factor in suicide. Now, what does that well, say about the mental health of those top bottom five states? I don't know. but I know, right? <laughs> well, actually, because I, I was running into that same issue, um, and I've ran into that same issue because I, I have tons of friends that are either ex-military or I don't mm-hmm. want to say redneck, but, you know, just more more like liberal or, or conservative with guns and wanting to just own as many and have fun and, you know, to each their own. Um, but we've had conversations like this quite a bit. And that's one of the issues is there's not a whole lot of uh, research being done into what is the cause of the death. And I actually found this uh, gunviolencearchive.org. And it's a nonprofit group that has been doing this since uh, 2012, I think it's when they started. And they've actually been categorizing and re, uh, num- putting numbers to the actual cause. Um, so like there's overall deaths and they have suicide by gun, injuries, willful, malicious, and accidental, children 0 to 11, teens 12 to 17 mass shooting murder suicides uh defensive use and unintentional shooting is the categories that they've actually done the research and organized and um it's actually pretty interesting to see the difference um because by far the highest number is suicides by gun every single year over any other um and it's like 21 to 24,000 between the years compared to uh, suicide or murder suicides are in the 600s about uh, mass shootings are in like 300s um, teen use killed or injured um, like through violence is 2000. So significantly higher is the uh, suicides suicide. than anything else. Which suicide, um, I mean, and there, it is still a death. It's still a loss yeah. of life. But yeah, well, yeah. For, so I, I think that those are like important, but it, if I was going to be looking at it, I would be wanting to see homicides, murders, things of that nature, personally. Yeah. Like, and that's one thing that a lot of people. Like I'm saying, I'm still saying there's still validity to a loss of life and those people correct. still matter and we right. still need to look at that. But to me, those are separate. And I right. would say yeah. the gun violence is murders. And then that's another issue that still needs to be addressed, but it needs to be addressed, I think, in a different way through mental it's health. Part of a separate conversation. Yep. Right. And that's, yes. that's where a lot and of these statistics. I would argue that like if the gun suicides are higher in um, states with less restrictions, it's because it's easier to get to. So like we could, we could get into a whole other conversation. Well, how are people committing suicide in California? Is it pills? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't necessarily think that the suicide count would be 
I would want to compare the two and say, okay, per capita in Montana is the suicide count higher than it is in California, or are they just finding different ways to do it because of the resources available to them? Right. Yeah. And, and, the, and again, that, so that's, it's troubling sometimes when you get to these because, and it's, I think it's this way with a lot of issues in our, in our world is that when you're reporting or when you're looking at information, how it's framed or how you couch it is going to be you can, how it can be perceived, but you can take yeah. the same numbers and, and give them two different directives yep. just yep. by framing them differently. Because like, as we just saw and, and, and heard when you factor out, let's say for example, suicides, cause I'm with you. I think that you throw that kind of stuff out because again, that's a different conversation. Yeah. So we're talking about active violence or active homicides, that kind of thing. And it turns out that, yeah, it's a hundred percent more likely in one of those places that it has more restrictive gun laws, which is proving as to in my head, I, I think in my head, I go, so if the goal is for some people in the, in the anti-gun lobby, so to speak, if their goal is to get guns out of people's hands be, for safety, for public safety, I feel like they're not going about it the right way. And that kind of, it kind of piggybacks into or kind of leads into one of the other things because obviously that concept of public safety, we're seeing now with this whole pandemic and everything and just in general, and we've had it for a while, so many things in our world get placed under this umbrella of like, well, this is for the public safety. And then you can't really argue with it. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's being placed under this umbrella of public safety, but are we really looking at it correctly? And one of the things that they always say with gun control is that they want to say, they want to point to school shootings and some of those types of things or mass shootings and those types of things. So do we think it's necessary? Do you think it's prudent for the sake of, safety in schools and or prevention of mass shootings, do you think it's necessary to include them into an argument about safety when it comes to guns? Or do you feel like that's maybe conflating two things together? I think it has to be included. And I know yeah. a lot of people say like the argument I've always heard is that a bad guy that wants a gun is still going to get a gun. And I find that argument ludicrous because, you know, to me, it goes back to the whole drug thing. Okay, well, a pedophile is still going to find a child. Like uh, a drug addict is still going to find cocaine or meth or whatever they're addicted to. Like that doesn't mean we don't have laws and regulations in place to prevent these things. It's just to me a matter of what laws don't make a law for the sake of making a law. Like let's figure out how to actually prevent these things. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think I think we definitely with school shootings and everything it should always be included. Um, I think just kind of, I know this is kind of towards the end, but I think uh, a really good option on a lot of that is a uh, buyback program. I don't know if you've heard of uh, New Zealand and uh, Australia doing that where they literally offer to buy back the, the guns and weapons that aren't, you know, the, well, they did it for everything, but like to do that in a way, um, of just individuals, it, it would be a good option there too, um, to, to limit that, that option. Yeah. Well, I think that I, I'm with you guys on the fact that we need to in include schools in that conversation of mass shootings. I do also think though, it's a situation of homicides versus suicides. And there's a distinction that needs to be made with those things too, which is that we're going to include it because it is violence. And certainly uh, it is something that needs to be talked about when it comes to guns because it's occurring with guns. But, and again, I don't want to go too far into this, but there's so many other things when it comes to school shootings and mass shootings that go into the why they choose to do that. 
I don't believe it necessarily would not have happened should that should we not have any guns, right? I mean, unless you had zero guns, like 100% none, even then I'm not so sure that it wouldn't necessarily happen. Or it wouldn't manifest in a different way that potentially could be worse, whether it's explosives or those types of things, homemade bombs, that kind of stuff. I think these people have mental health issues. And I think, Morgan, you kind of touched on a little bit, right? Like, it's a whole other topic when it comes to suicide, you know, mental health and all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of factors. So I get frustrated sometimes when I when people use that argument of, I should I should be tactful here. I don't want to omit the conversation of mass shootings when it comes to gun control, but I don't want that to be the hard driver that they're trying to hit at me with, because I feel like they're almost sort of using that inappropriately. Like, yes, let's make it part of the discussion, but realize that that's a whole nuanced thing that has way more factors, way more factors in place. I kind of feel like to me, that's something I care about the most. That's probably one of the main reasons that I would be for gun control is because I don't understand why children can't go to school and be safe. But it's a, However, for me. It's, I'm also on board but, with giving teachers guns. Yeah, well, like, I, I they, see do, that like they do in Texas. Yeah. However, it is very strongly like I know you said it's for another day and whatnot, but it is very strongly uh, correlated with mental health, and and that's kind of the issue. Is a lot of people, you know, just like you were saying, is it's another topic, it's another issue, but it's not. It's it's so integrated and tied in that to just say to just say it's another topic isn't really uh, a possibility because almost every single one of the mass shootings and the big school shootings is so correlated to mental health that yeah. it, it has to be addressed and it has to be something that we focus on because um, if, if we had more attention towards that it's almost guaranteed there'd be less of those big significant ones yeah, I guess I just get frustrated because I feel like if you attack, if you just go, hey, this is happening and there's all these mass shootings and you use that, whatever, whatever, and you fail to sort of s- somewhat separate certain discussions yeah. and you use it just to get re- get guns out of people's hands, I go, well, you're really missing the boat because there's a lot of I other do, things yeah. we can do here. And I, feel I like do agree with that, yeah. Don't yeah. you think that's just sort of how like our United States works though? Like even yeah. now with the whole but, pandemic thing, like- A bunch of Band-Aid just, fixes. You just- yep. Yep. <laughs> and then you can't question it. That's true. It is how it works. And it's, and it's one of those things. And, and it makes me furious because it doesn't ever fix the problem. It like, t- it's like, Oh, kids are failing in school and test scores are super low. Okay. Well, let's just lower the standards. Great. Now, <laughs> now everybody's good again. And that's happening Everyone's in California. Smart. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, we have all these mental health problems. And so, you know, all this other stuff, well, let's just take the guns out of their hands. And like, to your point, we're going about like, you know, pedophiles and things like that. We're like, let's just, do this. I was like, well, you're missing the point where we catch this and we have a rehabilitation. Da, 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 because yep. it, these bad things will happen because people are people. To and- be clear, I don't think pedophiles should have rehabilitation. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, right. There's no kid <laughs> kid buyback program. Awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, Get the kids off the streets. My favorite thing about, which I don't even know that this is true, but my favorite thing about like, um, I guess criminals and convicted felons that are in jail is the rumor out there that they really fuck with pedophiles when they come to prison. I love that. I love that too. When some, you know, some, like when they bastard. find out you're in for like raping a little girl, they're like, yeah. Because even these hard gangsters, some of them like, they're like, Hey man, I got a daughter too. Huh? It's like, they I have a code, right? Like, right? like, like well, uh, yeah. <laughs> even people that break the law have a code. 
Right. And it's too far. Pedophiles don't have a code. Oh, man. Nope. It does, it, there is, okay, again, I, there's a humong, it's such a sense of satisfaction when you hear that kind of stuff. You're like, oh, he's going to go to jail and he is going to get <laughs> You're like, yes, Crap yes, 20 years, perfect. Let's do this. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of what they deserve, to be honest. I know, right? Or just, worse. just get rid of the, the uh, witness protection and stuff, you know, just, right. just straight up 20 years, you're going to Quentin. It'll they be fine. They need to Epstein <laughs> his ass. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, so let's then move this again. So it sounds like, um, we were talking about some of the, th- there's a mental health side and we're going to, I don't want to go too far into that, but I do want to touch on something, which is um, we had on the list about other countries and I didn't actually research any of that. Cause I felt after I did my research of the suicide homicide, I got really tired. So Devin, you did. So let's I talk about other countries. A little bit. I want him to go into other countries, but I also want to talk about the fact that like, um, I, this could be false, like, comfort that I'm taking Probably but the is. fact that the United shut up, the fact that the United <laughs> States allows its civilians to carry guns and to own guns and to have guns like I don't feel like we would ever I mean I guess I can't say we would ever but I feel like the chances of another country coming over here and starting like an on-the-ground war with us would be a really poor decision. It, it probably wouldn't go so well. It probably and so, go so well. I take like a little bit of comfort in that, that like, you know, like we will n- hopefully, you know. It's almost like we have our own that. militia. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. 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 <laughs> or so like, remember you- when, um, and this is not to like say anything about the movement that was taking place, but do you remember the video from up in Coeur d'Alene when they were saying, I think it was Antifa was going to come from Spokane and, and tear up Coeur d'Alene. So all the citizens just showed so up. So all the, the streets, citizens so like, that are heavily armed with like, I wish you would. And they're like, come. And I was like, you know, and I know a lot of people think that that's like insane. And, um, well, that's kind of like just recently during all the riots that were just happening. Um, I think it was down in Texas, Texas or Georgia. It was somewhere in near the South. They were, uh, there was a ton that literally lined the streets, gun owners and defended their, their shops yeah. and the riots just, they're like, yeah, let's go this way. We're not going to do that. And yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it does work in a lot of situations like that. Cause it's all snowflake millennials anyways, trying to ride. They're like, I know, right? that's a different. Here we time. go. With yeah. the snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I just brought it up. Cause you brought it. <laughs> uh, I but, do have one question uh, yeah. before we keep going too far. Uh, what about the possibility of putting restriction on am- ammunition or uh, magazine capacity? How do you guys feel about those? I think it's, I think it's a, in my opinion, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, zero, it's a nothing burger. It's like, I have seen literally guys with handguns, with normal magazines, unload it and load it probably just as fast as somebody who had a 20, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I don't have any preference either way. I'm not like pro those magazines because I can't think of a reason to do it. I just go, listen, don't regulate that stuff because you're spending your time on the wrong issue. You're attacking the wrong thing. You're, you're just, you're weed whacking the grass when you don't want grass to grow. It's like, you can't just keep trimming the top. You've got to attack the root. And that's unfortunately the way our legislation works. But you works. don't want there to be a root regulation, <laughs> correct? The root is not is not regulations on guns. The root is if you want violence to stop, you have to start changing the the active the violence the violent nature of society. So if you want to stop school shootings, you need to you need to address 
bullying and mental health and have guidance counselors trained and you need to have better systems in place to, to, to identify and deal with those students that are feeling marginalized. When it comes to mass shootings, you need to have better mental health systems. At some point in the last couple while, I forget the year, but we basically unloaded all of our mental health hospitals because they were just like, hey, those people are free to live, how to do what they want. And there was no regulations to help the populace deal with these people that have sort of mental situations that maybe need some intervention by medical staff because but we want their freedom. Argue, wouldn't you argue that the United States and the way that it's run right now with all the media is driven on fear-based information where it will perpetuate anxiety, depression, all of those mental health issues? Well, for sure. But there's also, there's also normal functioning people. So it's possible to deal with that and not. And so what we need to do is we need to, when we notice people that maybe aren't able to deal with the constant bombardment of all this stuff that's coming in, and maybe they are starting to feel anxiety, or maybe they are starting to feel violent, and maybe they're a kid. Again, training, I'm a huge proponent of, of better trained and better funded school, school counselors and potentially even more of them. And maybe even some training for teachers to identify certain things. And also, but I think that, that, like, before we dump a bunch of money into like more counselors and better trained counselors to undo all the shit that like the media and the left and the right are doing because they can't fucking function and run a campaign like a normal fucking oh, yeah. being. Well, no, yeah, like, the, why can't we just like address like the the ridiculousness that's happening there? Because that is what's like trickling down and creating all sorts of like division and separation and. Yeah. Well, I think that would definitely certainly impact it for sure. I think with school shootings, it's a little different too, because there's that level, but there's also a bigger component of just going through puberty, dealing with social situations, dealing with bullying, potentially dealing with cliques in school. Cause school, high school is junior high, high school, especially for like kids, you know, going through puberty and things like that. It's real difficult. And it's a real big dramatic. It's a lot of stuff. You're flooded with your, with keys, chemicals you've never had meaning like, you know, whether estrogen, you know, yeah. no testosterone, those kind of, just the mm. changes your body's going through, the anxiety of dealing with, with bigger schools, social situations, learning who you are, all that kind of stuff. That I think is a bigger driver for school shootings. But to your point with regards to mass shootings, the media plays a huge role in that because you get things like copycats. You get people that feel emboldened because they are a little bit crazy, but they never thought of doing it. But because there's so much negative, negative, negative coming at them, they're like, oh, this is what the world is now. So now they're just kind of, you know, like I said, a, emboldened and excited to go do it. So yeah, you could do both. And I think you could attach both, but I think that just taking away the guns is like, okay, you listen, we're wasting our time. You know, you're sweeping your driveway when your entire garage is a mess and you went outside to clean the garage. Like I hate having a messy garage. So I'm going to sweep my driveway. Okay. Listen, I know that's what we see before we see your garage, but you're not actually going to change anything with the garage. If that makes sense as a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. Thanks Devin. encourage him. well i mean i i do agree i i think that um that i I think they're both two separate things and like you said that uh the school student shootings are more centered around the the develop early development and fighting issues of bullying and mental health and understanding all that and fixing that but like you said i i think like you said morgan that uh with the media and stuff, it, I think a lot of that is centered around views, clickbait, and what's going to get the the population fired up. And you know that that needs to be addressed and and made to where it, it's not. I don't know how to do it, but it right. needs to not be that way um, because nothing, like you said, nothing will get fixed if if every time they're like, "Oh, look at this, thirty people dead," and now you know, 10 million people are watching it, but then you get this other one, this other situation of, 
uh, you know, a school shooting that only involved two people and no one watches it. So they're like, well, we can't fix this. We're going to go towards this and focus on this because that's what's getting people viewed and riled up. Right. And so, I mean, it's, I, I honestly think both of you actually have a really good point on both sides. Uh, unfortunately, I can't no. side with either. <laughs> okay, but listen, who is so more, I heard who's is I more right? <laughs> who's more right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, you said you had some numbers. Let's go real quick on just the last couple of things we want to do. So how do we relate to, let's just get a kind of a high level overview of other countries. Again, I didn't research this, but Devin, you've got some numbers or some, some, information regarding how other countries relate to us with guns yeah i have a it's world population review of uh gun deaths um overall and we're 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 definitely up there um according to this one uh and now granted every study is different and whatnot but according to this one we are where are we we're actually in the kind of high middle um, it goes by uh, per thousand. It's firearm-related death rate per th- hundred thousand population. Now that doesn't. I cannot find any information that takes out suicides or takes it's, out yeah. you know stuff like that. It's just firearm-related death, and we are sitting at twelve point two one per hundred thousand. And what's the number um, one? The number one would be, I believe, Venezuela. With yeah, Venezuela with forty nine point two two. Jesus, so we're and, at twelve point two. Yeah, and they're at forty nine. And then Jamaica's at thirty point seven two. What? And there's a few others. It's the Jamaica. The Central, Jamaica. Central America. They be shooting people over know, in right? Jamaica. Central America and okay. and like uh, the upper side of of South America is just, it's terrible. It is. Do we think that's because worse. of drugs? I think it's because of communism. They, that's what they speak. <laughs> are that's they communists? They speculate. Venezuela? Yeah. I think they are. Then they just go through some sort of regime change that they're, and they're, they're crumbling now. Anyways, uh, that's not the point. Okay. But, so we're not yeah. doing so bad. We are, no, I mean, no, we're, we're doing pretty good now compared to, Compared to like Asia, a lot of Africa and and places like that, we're we're still terrible. Um, a lot of Europe is also way better than we are right now. Um, but it's it's centered around Central America and Upper South America because of uh, the cartels and drug violence is what they speculate. But sure. then you got places like Japan and New Zealand. Um, Japan's at 0.06 deaths per hundred thousand. Uh, so not even, not even, so six thousandths. Yeah. New Zealand's at 1%. Hong Kong's at 0.03. Iceland's at 0.7. Um, so you got a lot of places like that, that are. Iceland looks really cool. I know, right? It's really inviting. (laughs) Have you guys watched that new Zac Efron show? No, we've been wanting to. Okay, so oh my here's, gosh. Yeah. You should watch it and you'll want to move to Iceland. I watched the first episode. I feel like that show, is the whole thing in Iceland? No, the no. first episode was in Iceland, right? Yeah. That show looks good. Does it get better? As this, Does he get more comfortable? Because it seems very contrived or a little bit contrived. Like, I like Zac Efron, 
And I feel like it could be way better than it is. I watched one episode. Greg's a hater. I love Zach Efron. I think it's great. It he's dreamy. Great. Did you? He's so dreamy. Did you see when the guy goes, so can you cry on cue? <laughs> They're driving in the car and the guy goes, so can you like cry on cue? And Zach Efron goes, have you ever seen any of my movies? That's the only, that's the only reason I get hired. I, uh... <laughs> I do. I did like the show. I just felt like I was like I was so excited because I was like I thought this was gonna be way. I thought he was gonna be way funnier. I guess. But he there's is all that funny. He is funny. Yeah, I mean he is funny. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> he's, this, a, he's a dreamboat and he's hysterical. There's one where they go to Costa Rica, and I actually inquired about moving to the compound on Costa Rica. I'm currently in talks with the person. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. What? I moved to Costa Rica. Is your, your family's gonna go with you? Yeah, but it turns out it's like hard to move to Costa Rica. <laughs> it's hard to go any day in the that. country. <laughs> you have to deposit like, I want to say it's like $100,000 into a bank account. That sounds like a scam. Whoever you're talking know, to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have yeah, to. Yeah, come on over. Uh, here's what we need, though. Yeah, I'm just going to say, you need, you need 100, 100K. Another 100,000. Listen, and, and that's going to be here waiting for you when you get here. So don't worry about that. I mean, there might be some processing Maybe it is a scam. Like Maybe I'm about to get taken. I but I, they said it's because you, that's, they said it was for the government because you have to be able to prove that you don't, you can support yourself. Like you're not going to come there and then. Mooch. If you, if you call the government and they're like, uh, we have no idea what you're talking about. I don't have a hundred thousand dollars right now. <laughs> so it's fine. Well, uh, I I know it's but that's crazy. Well, or maybe they just only want rich people moving there. So I know, okay. right? That that would be very interesting if that is a hundred percent true, though. Like, uh, you probably wouldn't get it a whole lot. It couldn't be because in. our old neighbor moved there. Remember? Oh, maybe they were in involved. Oh, in the Lawrence's. Yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> it's there. not you. There's not. I don't. There's not a a stipulation that says you have to put a hundred thousand dollars anywhere. Like I don't. I can't. Imagine All right. That, well, I mean, I, it's not a problem because I'm not. I don't have a hundred thousand dollars to put anywhere. <laughs> like, Craig, you're talking about this like it's but, just like <laughs> like I could just do that. I got a hundred dollars liquid cash. The bank. My, yeah. <laughs> let me just let me just get a cashier's check. Here's my hundred thousand dollars. Like, oh, you, you need cash. You need cash. Yeah. <laughs> unmarked bills. <laughs> <laughs> unmarked bills. <laughs> so speaking of unmarked bills, um, gun control, uh, Second Amendment. Yeah. That was a horrible segue. So, see how, do you see the anxiety when we get off topic for Greg? I know, right? He he has a little issue. Well, I I, I also have to go use the restroom, so we uh, not bad, but I I, I got to pee. Number one, we, number could, two. we could just do like Joe Rogan does and just let you go, and we could talk. No. <laughs> I think. She well, got hey, more listen on the. I, I want to touch on one last thing here a little bit, and this will probably be pretty quick. Is that you know we mentioned in in what we want to talk about too is that uh, from gun control and violence and all these kinds of stuff. We talked about the media already, which I think to Morgan's point, and even to you, Devin, is that the media is definitely driving this. What about things that are in kind of like video games and movies and stuff like that? What do you feel about that? Do you think that's driving the violence and the sort of the nature of human beings? I think it drives it in, in the worst case scenarios. Like as a general population, I think there's, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time you can go play Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty and you're not going to run down the street with an AK-47 trying to shoot everybody. And pull old ladies out of cars. However, I do think it, it should be addressed and I think it kind of ties back to uh, mental health. And, and that's kind of the issue is 
almost anything with this and with a few other topics kind of keeps coming around to mental health. And I think, I think in those cases, yes, it does trigger that when you have thoughts of violence and uh, you know, kind of psychopathic thoughts in general, and you start seeing all these triggers such as call of duty, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto. I'm sorry to keep going to those. I don't really know very many. Yeah, just, that, this is the first. You know, those are kind of the really Mario big ones. Kart. You know, yeah, yeah, Mario Kart, and you know, but uh, <laughs> um, when Bowser. you see those and you have those thoughts, I think it it makes it all of a sudden you're like, oh, you mean there's 10 million people playing this? Oh, it's okay. Let's go do this in real life. Right. And it's like you're they don't mental. have that sensor. But I think it's kind of correlated. I think just in general, like I said, I think you know a large percentage of the population can play those and then go to their post office job or you know their accounting job interesting that you said post office job i know right kind of correlated with going postal but you know i i think that i don't know i kind of agree but i also feel like i do think it can desensitize you a little bit like think about the violence in movies when we were younger to now like now they'll straight up show someone's head getting blown off and it's like in my mind i'm like why do we need to see that and i came out and there's some game that Brian plays and it's so realistic looking. I thought he was watching a movie for a second and I found myself a little bit attracted to the person that he was. <laughs> I was like, who's this actor? Who's this guy? It's, it's not. It's, it's computer like, generated yeah, person. Generated. Well, well, nowadays, well, sorry, go ahead. No, that's a tangent fine. for another day. I, I was going to say nowadays with, with video games and stuff, they're actually hiring real actors and it's it's almost a movie script nowadays. Like Far Cry Six, they they went through and they, I just read an article the other day of the actor they're they're hiring is literally they have a full script, they have a full movie production just for the video game. Jeez. And, and that's almost what this I don't think it was Far Cry yeah. Six, but it almost looked like super real, like they had yeah. used a real person to It's yeah, it's crazy. I do agree. I think and why I think it get- is Go ahead. Isn't there one where you can get like blowjobs? Uh, probably Grand Theft Auto. That sounds I like Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto. Auto. And there's I well, there's of, one like, God of War. I thought God of War you can have. Oh, oh yeah, God of War had a few scenes. God of War had a few scenes. Yeah, they had a few. Why is that necessary? Uh, I don't. Because really they're awesome. Not really. <laughs> I don't really have an answer because personally, like with oh with God, going great. to that extreme, it was never like it's video games. Guys well, are Greg shows guys signs are, of like being guys are gross. <laughs> guys are gross. Men are gross, and I'm, I'll admit it. We're gross, and we're just we're big bags of testosterone running around. But you shouldn't act do on everything that is gross in your head. Uh, here's like, the thing: if you have a gross thought, you shouldn't act on every single one. No, you're right. I agree with you 100. percent Here's the thing: <laughs> we're not. <laughs> your husband is. You know how gross your husband is? He's as gross, gross as you will let him. He's not <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, he'll he'll never admit it, and I would never admit it 100. percent But there is a certain there's, and maybe not. This is a, a little bit of exaggeration. It. First but, of all, I think you fully admitted it. And second of all, I don't, <laughs> I disagree. I do not think Brian is gross. No, I don't think he's gross either. I'm saying that he's not gross. As freaky as you think, how freaky do you think? You're, if somebody asks a wife, how freaky do you think your husband is, or how much of a kind of like, how far is your husband willing to go? There's I don't obviously think you limits. want to have this conversation with me because you're my brother. No, but I'm not I... asking you. I'm putting it as a hypothetical out to the world. Everybody listening. And I think there was a comedian that said something along these lines. But it was basically like, yeah, he's as gross as you're willing to let him. Now, obviously, I'm being 
I'm speaking in hyperbole and being very over, I'm, I'm going beyond because there's obviously limits and not, but to that point of why is it in a video game? Because dudes are weird and they're just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> look, look what I, look what I, look <laughs> so what I coded. you guys are like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yes, exactly. very exactly. much so. 100%. And I, I'm 35 and I still act like that sometimes. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm disgusting. But I'm also an excellent father. I provide for my family. I love my wife. I, I, you know what I mean? So we, yes, we keep a lot of that stuff in check. But occasionally in a video game where you could have that happen, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Push that X a little bit. So to, to, your, to your original oh question, that's why it's in there, Morgan, <laughs> is because it's being programmed by a group of people and some of those people are guys and they know how to program. But somebody went yeah. to their professional yep. job <laughs> where they're getting paid a large salary and said, in a board meeting, so I have this idea. So BJ's. Low yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and everyone in the boardroom was like, hmm, well, he's on to something. On to kind something. of on that same thought. Where was the- no. Well, the thing is, and also too, like somebody had to adjust the lighting. They're like, all right, notes for today. You've got the, uh, the, the monologue scene and needs a little bit more volume on that one. And, oh, Tom. Yeah? Uh, BJ's, uh, the lighting is a little bit off on the left side of her face. So if you could tweak that a little bit on that coding all right and let's talk launch date uh, you know what i mean like that's the meeting oh my god well listen okay so heaven help us let's let me reel it back in because we gotta we'll wrap it up here but in closing and Devin, you've probably heard this we don't in closing to- if there were more blowjobs in the world there would be less gun violence a hundred percent probably a hundred percent yeah yeah, you want to? <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to go there. Oh, <laughs> That's a tangent. We should probably shouldn't See, go on. I just did it. I just every weird thought that came in here, I didn't come out. With it. <laughs> I almost did. activated. Yeah. but you're going to later when you're not on film. No, I won't. Probably, probably Maybe. I'll get a text. When I hit, when I hit stop, I'll be like, guys, guess what I just thought of. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let's let's talk about this. We do this all the time. Obviously, is uh, let's talk about where. We all agree when it comes to the Second Amendment and gun control as a whole. Maybe not the Second Amendment specifically, but gun control as a whole. Where do we think we all agree? I think we can all agree that uh, that it is centered around mental health, I think. I think we kind of all touched that there's a component of that, and it's not necessarily owning guns that's the issue. Yeah, that, or maybe just yeah. that's a that needs to – that the mental health side of things are things like psyche valves like Morgan, you brought up and background checks, those types of things. Those, those sort of components are probably more impactful. Would you say, would we all say, because it does represent a a good portion of why there's a lot of danger with guns is because of some of the psychological stuff that goes on with a person. This is not very clear and concise. Is it? I, uh, I enjoyed Devin's take better. To be honest. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Same time next week, Devin? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Morgan is on a campaign. So we, okay. So I, cause I can agree with that too. So you're saying it's, it really, it settles, it's really, like you said, centers around sort of mental health and that definitely needs to be a bigger part of the conversation when it comes to gun control. Yeah. Yes. She looks really, I was going to say, Morgan looks really like she doesn't want to say that. I do agree, but I also think that, I mean, I think that the mental health in this country is to blame because of so many factors that it's just a huge undertaking, but yes, yeah, I agree. That's true, because you did two episodes on mental health. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. One of which we military. If you haven't checked those out, you can see them in our old episodes with more. But I mean, we did it specifically. There. Like, we didn't necessarily get into like what we think is. She just has Amanda's a nurse practitioner that deals with mental health. Like that's her job. Yeah. Um, so she had a lot of information and insight on it. But um, I think we should get into like arguing over like all the things that are wrong and causing people to get crazy in this country. Yeah. Coming next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I, I think that gives us a good place and um, we'll kind of wrap it up there. I know that there's probably a lot more we could talk about. And certainly with those listening, be sure again to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, check out our website, interact with us. Let us know what your thoughts are on it. Let us know if you want to maybe be a part of an episode. We're welcome to try and evaluate that. Uh, Devin, I want to thank you for joining us today. It was awesome. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you for thank letting you. me. Uh, it was fun. It was Thanks a lot of fun. Thanks for um, not ganging up on me. <laughs> Try to be polite. <laughs> Somehow I feel like I was the one that was sort of not ganged well, up on. Because you're always wrong, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> always. I think if everybody was more like me, this, this whole world would be <laughs> amazing. But apparently we'd all be sick perverts wanting blowjobs from <laughs> <the> video game. <laughs> Possibly. Well, you know your mother listens to this. Given you take. You can't have it. <laughs> what is the take in a blowjob? Take your pants off. <laughs> I was going to say that that might be a topic for another day also. I'm obviously <laughs> being ridiculous. I do. It's all for show. But... Blowjob, blowjob, blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> a view inside Greg's mind. Blowjob, 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 blowjob. <laughs> As you sit there like this. <laughs> God, Greg. I was literally just stretching. Just, just, yeah, I'm sure. This looks like a great stretch. <laughs> it's a good one. All right. Well, hey, I'm on leaving. that note, after I get outed to be some sort of sick perv, um, <laughs> Devin, thanks again. Morgan, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, we'll, uh, we'll kind of end it there. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And hope you enjoyed it. Talk to you later, alligator. Talk to you later.